This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. As always, it's Noor, and with me today is my brother, Rahul. Hey, buddy. I was working on my professional intro while I was on vacation. Uh, you caught me off guard. I know. I loved it. Your face was <laughs> full resting bitch face, and then I started recording. You were like, oh, hi. <laughs> uh, um, Hey, buddy. How are you doing? I'm great. How are you doing? All oh, you're oh, traveling. <laughs> what did you say? All oh, you're traveling. Oh, what did you think okay. I said? I don't know something. I thought you said fucking traveling because I just assumed you were like being mean about it. Absolutely um, not. Yeah, it was fine. It was great. Um, I love an all-inclusive resort, as you know. It's the best. I feel like that's all pe- people should do, especially after my nightmare of a situation in Paris and London. This was lovely, a godsend. Yeah, no, you earned it. You earned I- it. You had a, you had a tough vacation in Europe. I had a really bad vacation like a couple months ago so i feel like i like deserved it what a piece of shit you know what uh, uh how many how many vacations is that this year so far just a question two. just two yeah just two we got a couple more i mean it's only june so no i don't have a couple more how don't dare you? you no i'm just i'm going for a wedding uh i'm going to texas for a wedding that's not really. Do we not count weddings as vacations? Oh, is it no. work? No, it's so stressful. On here's, I'll be honest with you. I don't want to be invited to a wedding ever again. Oh wow! I hope they're not listening. First of all, no one we know personally listens to this, so it's fine. Yeah. Um, but like, even like you know, we know one person in our personal life where we think perhaps wedding bells may be approaching in the next year or two yeah we're very excited very excited i have already talked to her and i'm like listen let's just do the least like let's just go somewhere bing bang do a quick wedding and then just have like a nice dinner and that's it yeah good luck with that it's the only daughter no way yeah 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 yeah, i don't want that to happen either you want to say do the least because it's easier for you (laughs) but she also wants that no, but like, don't don't you appreciate your wedding was not the least, right? No. If you could redo the wedding, would you want the least or would you want the wedding that you had? Um, I think that I would like to um redo some things from my wedding. Yes, like the groom, different <laughs> groom. <laughs> what if I wasn't there? What if that'd be amazing? What if I just didn't get married? How about that? 
<laughs> How about I do a redo uh, where I go back in time and I never get married? How about that? What if we go back and our parents never meet? Like a back to the future thing. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just disappear. It's fine. End of podcast. Somebody else is going to have this nose. <laughs> it won't be me. <laughs> um, oh anyway. Um, yeah. Anyway, my vacation was great. I don't ever want to be invited to a wedding. I think weddings are really stressful. What, do, do you want to be – have you ever been a groomsman? Not officially. Okay. Should it's, I be? No. It's – I mean, I don't know what the difference is between like what the pressure is like for groomsmen versus like bridesmaids. But being a bridesmaid is too much work. First of all, it's very expensive. And then you know, uh, yeah. the fact that sorry, the fact that bridesmaids have to buy their own dress sounds like bullshit to me. Right. If I if I was ever a bride, I would want to be in a situation where all you have to do is just show up. Like I'm not getting married before then. I don't believe that my brides paid for their outfits. Or sorry, my bridesmaids paid for my for their outfits. I think your brides, well, your bridesmaids, a bunch of them were your high school friends, and they were wearing daisy outfits. Where did they get those daisy outfits? Our mother got it made for them, and she didn't charge them. No, what's the point of having white bridesmaids if you can't charge (laughs) them? And I gifted like the hair and makeup that you have to do the day of the wedding. I gifted it to them. They didn't have to pay anything. Maybe they gave those girls tips or something, but I gifted it to them. You got screwed, man. You got we got to go back and change a lot of things. And Let's my bachelor party the time machine. We take the makeup money and we invest it in Google and Apple. That's what we should do. No, we invested in Bitcoin. Oh, you're on the Bitcoin thing. No, I'm I didn't not. know you were a Bitcoiner. How, I don't know how any of that works. I don't know how Bitcoiners. I think it's called cryptocurrency, real cryptos. Yeah. Well, I barely know how actual money works. Like I'm just. <laughs> I know there's quarters and pennies and stuff like that. So it's very hard to teach your kids like money, like how to make money, like use cash and change and stuff. Because I also feel like it's useless. Like I'm teaching, like Aiden learned it last year, and like sometimes he'll get like a random math question with like, you know, make change out of this, and he gets so flustered. But I also feel really bad teaching it to him because I'm like, this is pointless. Nobody's using coins anymore. Yeah, nobody's using. There's no need for coins. Yeah, in like five years, you're not. We're not gonna use cash. It's gonna be. I will trade you fifteen hundred followers or something like that. Right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah like, going. like the Black Mirror episode. Exactly. <laughs> it'll be. It'll be that. Or like, also, I don't ever have cash on me. Do you ever have cash on you? I do have cash on me sometimes, but it's only when I've been in situations where I probably shouldn't have any cash on me. <laughs> I'm like, I'm at an ATM in a convenience store and I'm like, why am I taking cash out? There's like no good reason for me to be taking cash out. Also, why are you using the ATM at a convenience store? They have like a $7 service fee. $3.50. And yes, I'm very well aware. (laughs) It's so stupid. No, I don't ever have cash on me. I'm not in the mob. Like, why would I have any money on me? Like cash at all. What about tips? What about tips? You just add on the tip. What about at like a parking garage? (laughs) I don't like that you put me on the spot here. You know what? Sometimes I have to be like, I'm so sorry. I don't have any cash. And they just look at me like, fuck you. I don't have any cash. You got an Instagram account? I can give you a follow. (laughs) 
<laughs> no, honestly, I feel like they should start using Venmo. Because like when I go to my nail salon, my nail salon, my nail techs, they all use Venmo for tips. Like, yeah. Perfect. Yeah. That's all we should yeah. be doing. First of all, mm-hmm. cash is disgusting. It's dirty money. It's, <laughs> it's gross. Oh, like I don't actually know who, filthy? Yeah, like it's filthy. I should not have to touch it. Okay. I think that's going a little bit overboard. Now we're going <laughs> to say cash is too dirty for you to handle. You have been on two <laughs> vacations this year, you monster. <laughs> anyway, um, have you ever been to an all-inclusive? I have not. I have been on a vacation vacation in... <laughs> hold on. When was 2005? <laughs> 17 years ago? And that was a wedding. That was a wedding. That's not really even a vacation, apparently. And that was only because I was between jobs. <laughs> so, so sad. Where would you want to go on vacation if you could? Uh, I think I want to go to Trenton. I want to get uh, <laughs> an embassy suite in Trenton, and I just want to sleep for 12 hours. That's what <laughs> well, I want. You, you did get to have a little staycation at the beach two weeks ago when your beach party went uh, asunder, and you had to <laughs> That's you true. by yourself I, at the beach. I slept by myself. From 3 a.m. to 9 p.m. 9 a.m. That was my vacation. <laughs> so sad. Anyway, I'm I... depressed, you guys. <laughs> this is bad. This is really bad. You know what? I would love it when you turn 50 to finally plan a vacation for you. <laughs> Let's start collecting bitcoins for it right now. <laughs> Hey, listeners, if you've got some Bitcoins you want to donate to my brother's 50th birthday vacation fund, we've got 10 years. There we go. There you go. Um, Listen, while we were away, something really important happened. Um, And I almost was like, you know what? I should have brought my laptop so that we could have recorded. But we talked about Bobby D, Robert De Niro. Yeah. Having a baby at like 90 with his 45 year old girlfriend. Yes. Um, and uh, it was a go, you know, congratulations. Um, mazel tov to you, Robert De Niro. Yes. And then last week, what's his first name? Albert? Alfonso uh, Pacino? I believe it's Alfonso. Alfonso. Is it? Yeah, I believe it's, so. It's Alfonso sure. Pacino? I believe it's Alfonso. Go- Dude, give that a Google. No way. I was just being silly. Al Pacino, Alfredo, like the sauce. (laughs) (laughs) Alfredo James Pacino recently impregnated um, a young woman at the age of 29 um, from Kuwait. His girlfriend named Noor Alfala with with a child. Al Pacino is 83 he will be one of the older, oldest fathers on record. <laughs> that's a real that's a real list, apparently. Uh, on Wikipedia, there's an entry called List of Oldest Fathers. And it says, this is a list of persons reported to have become fathers of, ch- of a child at or after the age of 75. Good Lord. So anyway, Al Pacino is now going to be on that list. Congratulations to him. And also uh, to Noor Alfala, who's 29 years old. And bagged this uh, this little baby with Al Pacino, Alfredo Pacino's baby. He saw her. So first of all, I guess for Bobby D, we said Mazel Tov. 
Yeah. Or Al, we say mashallah, right? Because I'm assuming yeah. Noor. Mabrug. Yeah, yeah Mabrug. Look at Good you. Job. Also, yeah, I can't believe her name is Noor. That's there's not a lot of us in the world. I hope the you know. Noors. Yeah, yeah. There's not a lot a of queen. Yeah, but like nobody knows her, and also that's a white lady. That's not her. Real uh, no, she's not a white lady. You racist. What? So she, I believe. Well, maybe she was white lady. She's from Princeton, New Jersey, I believe. Are we sure she's an actual Jordanian person? No, or I don't think she's American? Jordanian. I I do know that she was definitely American. I, oh, okay, no, no, she is Arab. She's Lebanese American, and yeah. her her name was Lisa Najib. Her name was Lisa. Lisa. Okay, Lisa. Lisa. <laughs> and she took the and she was raised. Uh, she she's not Muslim, which doesn't matter. But um, her name was changed to Noor, I guess, when she converted and then got married to the king of Jordan. Anyway. There's not a lot of us, and one of them just had a baby or is having a baby with Al Pacino. Alfredo. Uh, I'm so <laughs> sorry. Al Pacino. And um, let's see. She's just like an Instagrammer. She's got like 25,000 Instagram followers or something. Like it's not even – she's not even like a super-duper famous person. She's a Kuwaiti-American film producer at Sony who comes from a reportedly absurdly wealthy family. Oh, so yeah. I guess, so, you know, obviously I think you should be the one that uh, leads this discussion because these types of discussions have gotten me into trouble in the past <laughs> because, you know, first of all, my viewpoint on this is I love love. I love to see love wherever it is, regardless of age, as long as it's legal, of course. Yeah. How do you feel about it? Um, well, it was really funny because I think that there was like a, a, a TMZ or something um, report that said, <laughs> hold on, I'm going to try to find it. One of her friends came out and talked to the, the press and said, because um, somebody was like, I think it was like his uh, his ex-wife or somebody's people were like, she's a gold digger, whatever. Like she knew that he never wanted to have any kids and she trapped him and all this kind of stuff. And one of her friends one of her friends uh, came <laughs> came out and said she's very she's positive that her friend is definitely not an opportunist because she loves old people and is fascinated by these guys. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess that is that's where the gray area is, right? Because again, I think what is it like a forty year no not even forty fifty year age difference? Yeah, there's uh, much more than that. he's eighty three. He's 83, so it's 54-year age difference. Yeah. Yeah. So that's absurd, right? That's ridiculous. And prior to this, she dated um, Mick Jagger. And before that, she was also uh, linked up with 93-year-old Clint Eastwood. Oh, boy. So And, and, yeah, she's just an old – she, like, loves some old dudes. So so there seems to be some genuine – you know, the proof is in the Alfredo sauce. Uh, um, so she does. She loves old people, apparently. Yeah. Right? Yeah. How do you feel about that? Okay. Also, wait. Just reading the other people that she's friends with. She's also, you know, Brett Ratner. Like, oh, no. Yeah. She, this is real. This is so weird. She became really, really close friends with Brett Ratner's grandmother. In fact, she took Brett Ratner's grandmother to her cataract surgery. What the hell? <laughs> Noor, what have you gotten yourself into? This, I'm concerned. It, yeah, it does seem like she's snatching souls or something. 
There, there's something oh, going on here. What? what? What is going on now? Back to your question. You know, how does this make me feel as a as the champion of age differences? Gross me out, right? Yes, exactly. So somebody was like, somebody was talking about like first they talked about like we should be like horrified that Robert De Niro is having a baby at this age and blah 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 and like the age difference would like. The person he had a baby with is 45 fucking years old. Like, mm -hmm. it's it's fine. Like, it's not a big deal. You know, 29 years old. I, honestly, for me, I feel like under 25 is where it gets really tricky and yeah. scary. And of like course, creepy. 25. Yeah. yeah. Well, so right? apparently your brain only develops, your brain it keeps developing until you turn 25. So before yeah. then, it should be off limits. Yes. If you're not allowed to rent a car, honestly, I don't think you should be dating anybody who's that old, okay? But him being 83 and then her being 29, I think because she has like a history of dating older people, I just feel like whatever about it. But also, she's almost 30. Like, I, she's almost 30. I don't give a shit what she does, you know? Does it make me feel confused? Because I'm like, mm -hmm. how... How was it? Because we know what Al Pacino looks like now. That's I think that is that's where it gets weird. What did our friend say? He says he said that he must have a warehouse of Seattle's. That's what he said about Al Pacino. And you know what? He might like it. Might be bionic at this point. I don't even think it's real. So, like, if you look at the public profile of Al Pacino, right? If you said mm -hmm. up until I'd say like fifteen or twenty years ago, you you heard that Al Pacino movie star leading mm -hmm. man, one of the greatest mm -hmm. movie stars of all time, is having a baby with a considerably younger woman. Yeah. You'd kind of understand and you'd be okay with it. Yeah. It's the fact that Al looks the way Al looks now, and he looks, like, ridiculous, and he looks all haggard and all this other stuff that makes it weird, right? Is that where the gray area is? Well, the, the gray being, it gives me the ick, but, like, in a not in a problematic way, in a I'm confused, but also like you know, like Johnny Depp looks like shit. He looks like dog shit right now. Yes, he looks really bad. And there are still psychopaths on the internet that are like, "Look at my baby, he looks so good." I'm like, "What is wrong with you?" Like people were like, you know, throwing their underwear at him at that stupid fucking trial. He looked like shit, and like. So I feel like there is, you know, maybe, listen, maybe Noor's favorite movie was The Godfather. She is a filmmaker. Mm -hmm. And so she was like just holding on to Michael Corleone. You know, she wanted to be his, uh, who's the one that gets blown up in the car, but she doesn't want to get blown up. Uh, uh, the lady? Yeah. Apollonia. 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 <laughs> God rest your soul. You know, Apollonia, by the way, uh, I probably mm -hmm. shouldn't ruin The Godfather for you. Uh, what? Oh, no. What I think that? that actress was like 16 in that movie, by the way. Oh, no. I mean, listen, we've watched Bollywood like our entire lives. And like famously, some of the actresses in Bollywood were like 14 when they started yeah. acting. Like yeah, Madhuri yeah, yeah. was like 16 when she started acting. And so anyway. That's true. And when we say acting, we don't mean as a child. We mean as like leading lady. Leading lady to like 40-year-olds. Yeah. Exactly. It's gross. Um, yeah, it is gross. So anyway, congratulations to you, Noor Mabruk. Mashallah. I hope you have a healthy pregnancy. And you know what? Maybe you do just love old people. Maybe you just love old people. She says she loves she's I just love that the friend came out and said she's definitely not an opportunist because she just loves old people. She does. Listen, the cataract, the driving to the cataract surgery sold me. <laughs> driving Brett Ratner's grandmother. Like, 
the shame shameful Brett Ratner. He's like he got really busted with like Me Too, right? He's like a real. He's a just one of the worst people in Hollywood. Okay, like up there. How do you become friends with his grandmother? How does it happen? How does that happen? And then what does that mean for Noor? What is she like? Why is she mingling with these types of people? And Clint Eastwood, like, mm, I don't know. Yeah, and then Clint Eastwood. uh, Yeah. When was that? Because I think Clint Eastwood started losing it where 2012 when that's when he had like the he was on the uh, at the RNC right yelling at the chair yeah the empty chair with Obama in it. Well, I think it was after that because seven years ago she was dating Mick Jagger, and so yeah, (laughs) it's just maybe she's listen. Everybody needs somebody and. So if there's somebody who loves these wrinkly bodies, I guess, there you sure, go. sure, enjoy. God bless you. I have a question. Okay. When did at what? What's your cutoff with hot Al Pacino? Like when was he hot? Um, I recently saw a picture of him at the Oscars, like maybe twenty years ago, with like a beard. I was like, oh, okay. Al doesn't look bad. Mm-hmm. But like, was he in Ocean's Eleven? He was in Ocean's uh, 13. He looked like shit in it. And so I was like, oh, this is not good. Like, I I don't know. Like, maybe, like, he looked okay in Heat, right? He was in Heat. So that is my cutoff. Heat Al could definitely get it because he's all intense. And he looks so cool. Like, his outfits are amazing. He's like a little guy, but he's got so much swagger. So Heat Al is definitely getting it. Um, I would say, have you seen Any Given Sunday? Oh, I've seen the clips from it. Um, Any given Sunday, Al, uh, I would have to be talked into it, but I could be talked into it very, very easily. So, like, if he does like the if he does like the locker room sweet speech uh-huh. uh, from Any Given Sunday, I'm all in. I'm all in. He can cuddle me. Uh, I will run through a wall for that man. Run through a wall. Okay. I mean, the pictures that I'm finding of him are like heavily. The wigs yeah, are waving. Yeah, no. so he's like he's supposed to be in Miami. He's very sweaty. He's an mm-hmm. alcoholic in the movie. He looks rough. He looks really rough. But I could be talked into it. But after I, that, not, not so much. Yeah, I feel like uh, yeah, he's so handsome, man. Like Al Pacino in like Carlito's way, so cute. That's I feel like yeah, that's the cutoff for him. Listen, I only know Al Pacino as Michael Corleone mostly. Like, what was that movie um, that he was a lawyer? With Keanu Reeves. The Devil's Advocate. That's another one. That's yeah. another one right on the border. Because that's well, after like, Heat. Yeah. I'm like, oh my God, this is fine. I could see it. I could get, you know, uh, charmed by this. But- yeah, because because it's different Al, right? Like young Al, Michael Corleone Al, is a different Al. He's like He's a, a soft baby boy. Like yeah. a sweet, just a crazy, like uh, apparently insane behind the eyes. But yeah, still just so lovable. And then there's 90s Al, which is like the hoo-ha Al. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I just looked this up. Yeah, devil's advocate. Al could definitely get it. Is he insane looking? Yes. But I'm fine with it. Like, who's the mm-hmm. guy that plays um, uh, the the cop in the Nolan Batman movies? Uh, the British guy. What's his name? Gary Oldman? Like, Gary Oldman is another person where I shamefully, sometimes I see him in movies and I'm like, oh, okay. 
I can see why uh, you're, people would. He's a terrible person, by the yeah, way. Yeah, I was gonna say he's a monster person. Okay, I'm not. I'm not condoning anything he does or says. He's a bad. He's a bad guy. But like, you know, when he played uh, Sirius Black in the Harry Potter movies, he had like long hair and like a fancy little facial hair, and I was like, oh, I'm charmed by this. I can. I can see that. But I think he also like married or went out with Uma Thurman when she was like 19 and he was like oh god I know we took it all we brought them to our land an endless night ember hot and icy cold the rage of the earth we made this curse carved it in the blood on our backs we did not see we could not but she did and in the end what will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Well, we're going to talk about Succession later, but the actor who plays Hugo on Succession. Fisher Stevens? Yeah. Do you know what happened with him? What do you mean? Fisher Stevens, he dated Michelle Pfeiffer. He was dating Michelle Pfeiffer, like was engaged to her, I think. Oh, what? And Hugo. He, yeah. And then he cheated on her. What? With a 16-year-old. No, stop it. Yeah. Michelle Pfeiffer, now that we've talked about her, now that she's part of the <laughs> discussion, is all time f- top five. All time. All, all time. All time. Yep. I feel like for you, it's like Michelle Pfeiffer and Diane Sawyer. Diane Sawyer, Diane Lane, um, and Nicole Kidman. <laughs> Nicole Kidman, I still can't get behind. I'm sorry. It is not. <laughs> I just want to point out these are just the yeah. these are just the white women I have <laughs> on my own. You have a separate list, so yeah, you're, we want to make sure people know that yeah, somehow exactly. Nicole Kidman didn't get above like fucking Gabrielle Union. Like that would be ridiculous. I don't know Gabrielle Union <laughs> or Nicole Kidman. <laughs> or like know. over like Eva Mendez or something. Yeah, anyway. Eva Mendez, Carrie Washington, of course. Of course, like, Carrie yeah. Washington's like forty four, but still. <laughs> anyway, she's very much close to your age, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, anyway, so uh I don't know how we got on um Fisher Stevens. Fisher Stevens. Yeah, I don't know how we got on him, but basically he screwed the he dropped the bag by dating, uh by cheating on Michelle fucking Pfeiffer with some underage girl, which is like very problematic also. So that's insane to me. Was he really good looking when he was younger or something? No. He was in that racist movie, right? Like the Johnny Five movie. That's him. I don't know what you're saying. You've never, you've never seen the Johnny Five movie where it's like a robot, and I think he plays an Indian dude, and he has like a very heavy accent. Fisher Stevens. Yes. <laughs> oh, I do know about the Johnny Five movie, and that's um, yeah, he plays. Oh, in Short Circuit. Yeah. Yep. He plays a character called uh, Ben. Jabutia. <laughs> Stupid. Anyway, yeah, this is oh, the eighties. Oh, the eighties. The things that we let slide back then. Anyway, um, no, he was not cute then either. So I don't know. This fucker not only went out with Michelle Pfeiffer, but he cheated on her. Yeah, he 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 dated her for three years. God, imagine crazy anyway i think the moral of the story here is women are stupid (laughs) (laughs) 
Honestly, I think, joke, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're like Michelle Pfeiffer asked for it by dating somebody <laughs> like Fisher. That's true. No, Speaking no, no. of cheating, yeah, did you see uh, Natalie Portman's husband cheated on her? Have yes. you seen that? With the nanny. Oh, these nannies. <laughs> Anytime a celebrity cheats on their wife with a nanny, I obviously go immediately to Ethan Hawke because that was like, Hawk? remember oh, that? that? Yeah, he impregnated his nanny. And then he was with her for a while. He might still be with her. I'm not sure. But he was married to Uma Thurman for like a long time. And then there was like this big affair that came out in like the early 2000s or maybe late 90s where he cheated on her and he impregnated the nanny. Oh, I remember that. Yeah. So (laughs) I like the way you said these nannies. Jude Law also. Yeah. He's, you know, the way that you are about um, Michelle Pfeiffer, I am about Jude Law. You know, the way that I am about Michelle Pfeiffer, I am about Jude Law. <laughs> yes, he's so handsome. I can't. Jude just... Law can still get it. Oh, God. Let, let me tell you something. If I was a 29-year-old Noor and Jude Law was an <laughs> 83-year-old man, I would be like, yes, I will have your babies. And when asked, I would be like, I just love old guys. Um, anyway, um, speaking of other relationships, uh, Leonardo was spotted. We have to just mention this for the culture. Leonardo was spotted on dates <laughs> with an Indian model actress or something. We did it. We did it. <laughs> we did it. <laughs> it does nothing for us. but she, And also, real, she's 27. Oh, that's growth. <laughs> so that's exciting. Um, so Leonardo, so yeah. she's Indian. Who is, uh, so like, remember George, well, you remember George, George Clooney, when he started going out with them all, did you yeah. feel like a sense of like Muslim pride? It's so stupid, but yes. And you know, weirdly, <laughs> it's like, that's also why I'm maybe okay with Al Pacino's baby mama. Cause I'm like, she's 29, but you know, she's a- <laughs> That's the girl. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't know what's wrong with me. I'm like, good for you. Good for you. Like, I'm so happy for these, like, little, you know, brown girls. Brown girls. Are- yeah, like, uh, when the captain, the captain was going out with an Indian actress. Remember that? Yes, that was amazing. But, you know, weirdly, not excited for Priyanka Chopra. No. No. The, the so- other way around? No. Yeah. Well, no, it's not the other way around. What am I talking about? No, it is that way around. It's Priyanka Chopra's date married yeah, to Nicholas point, yeah. Jonas. Yeah, because, you know, the thing is, we don't take Nick Jonas seriously. He's <laughs> not. <laughs> we also don't take guy. Priyanka Chopra, Chopra seriously. Yeah, exactly. Let me tell you something. I watched The Citadel. I watched like two yeah. episodes with my husband. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She's not bad in it. I, I, don't know, <laughs> I, I don't know I don't know what to say. I don't know what to say. She's not bad. She's not bad. The thing is, Pinky, because we know her, uh, Pinky isn't a bad actor. No, she's actually an excellent actor. Like, we know her from Bollywood. In Bollywood, Priyanka Chopra is an excellent actor. Like, always, consistently, she's never been a bad, like, I've not seen maybe her super early movies, but everything I've seen of hers in, like, the last 10, 15 years, she's very good. She's pretty, (laughs) like, legit. Like, yeah, she's a movie star. She is. One of my favorite movies, uh, Bollywood movies, is called Bajira Mastani. 
she's like the fucking best in it. Like sometimes I think about her role in that movie and I can just sit here and come to tears because she's so good in it. So my issue with Priyanka Chopra is not her acting chops. Acting chops are fine. My issue with her is who she is as a person. (laughs) And I don't think actually I've ever talked about it on this podcast. I've talked about it on other podcasts about why I hate Priyanka Chopra. So I think maybe we should talk about it a little bit. Why do you hate Priyanka Chopra? Uh, I uh, don't hate anybody, first of all. (laughs) Okay. Donald Trump, what's up? Um, Anyways, no, I I don't care for her public persona. I think it's Mm -hmm. too Mm try-hardy. And I think it came on too strong when she Mm -hmm. moved to America. So Mm -hmm. I don't care for that. And I felt like she was really elevated in a lot of things. And I don't know, just rubbed me the wrong way. So I was feeling all that for a while. And then there was like that press conference thing that she had with the, where the Pakistani girl asked her a question and, and I did not care for her. Piece response. of shit that about it. Yeah. 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 She's, she's been very uh, vocally problematic to like, and look like as Pakistanis, we're not going to sit here and try to like say that, you know, Indian people aren't allowed to be in their feelings about Pakistan because just like Pakistan people are allowed to be in their feelings, but India, they've, they've been at, each other's necks for years but Priyanka Chopra is you know a famous person with a platform and just the way we don't like anybody who's like extra like hawkish and like extra pro-military and like Hollywood I don't care for that in Bollywood either I don't even care for that with Pakistani like artists I I hate that shit um so I I even like I'll I'll even understand that right like so like people are are pro-military right yeah uh, Chris Pratt is very pro-military you love that guy and (laughs) (laughs) um, so that happens right I did not care for the tone of her response that's what I didn't care for she was very condescending and then I think at that point we were just kind of looking for reasons to to hate her because we're haters and then she came out with that clip during the pandemic of her clapping off of her balcony. <laughs> yes. For the first responders, but it's like she's in her Beverly Hills mansion and just clapping into the wind. It was bananas. Also, she wrote in her book, like, so she's, I, my other issue with Brianna Chopra is like, there are legitimate things that I think that, uh, that I'm sure that she's been victim to, right? About colorism, definitely in Bollywood. Um, but at the same time, she was modeling for skin whitening ads. So mm-hmm. she did that. Um, there's, you know, there's things that I'm sure she's had to deal with being a person of color trying to make their way in Hollywood. 100% I believe that to be real. But the thing with Bianca Chopra is she has been famous and successful since she was 17 years old. She was mm-hmm. a pageant girl and a model. And in India, if you win, like, I think was she Miss World or Miss Universe? I'm not sure. Miss World. Yeah, she was Miss World. She was Miss India and then Miss World. And so once you get that in India, your, your like, career is set. Almost every single person who has ever hit that in India, you get, like, deals. You become One of them, Miss Universe, dated Derek Jeter, the captain. So, like, right. it's it, so... It's a big deal. It's like it's like the biggest thing that you can win. In one of the biggest things you can win as like a model in India and your career is set after that. And I'm not saying that she didn't work hard and stuff afterwards, but she got a lot of opportunities at a very young age that a lot of people 
likely do not and have to work really hard for. She's talked a lot in like she wrote a book and she's done all these interviews about her struggles of like coming up and like, you know, people said that my nose wasn't nice. So then I got a nose job. But like, I feel really bad about it. But like you're still getting work done regularly. So I it's she's I feel like she's trying to play a lot to things that people are leaning into now about like embracing. I think that's the that's the annoying thing. Yeah. She's trying to be a normal and it's like, dude, you're not a normal. You're not normal. You've been famous since you were 17. You've been you've been internationally famous since you were 17. You've been filthy rich since you were 17. And you are one of the reasons why the standards of beauty are as fucked up as they are, because not only did you change yourself to fit that, you also sold it. It would be like if Kim Mm -hmm. Kardashian tomorrow decided to start talking about like how the standards of beauty need to change. And I worked really hard to come up to like, it is that equivalent, not to that extreme, but it's a similar type of feeling. And that's why I don't care for Priyanka Chopra as a person. However, Citadel, not so bad. (laughs) Um, is you know there a part in Citadel where she talks about how much she loved DMX growing up? Because yeah, that's what okay. Priyanka Chopra. Yes, that's said. another thing she does. Like she goes on shows and she talks about like how she doesn't have an act, like she has an, a weird accent because she gr- lived in America for a little while and then she lived in uh, India for a little while and whatever. We, I always bring this up. We went, we saw her at a at a show in like early two thousands. Was it? Or yeah, two thousand four. Two thousand four, and. This bitch had no accent, okay? She yeah. talked like a regular American person because she was yeah. like, oh, I grew up here. I grew up in New York. And I was like, oh, this is so lovely. I didn't know this about Priyanka Chopra. That's exciting. And next thing you know, she's going to put on this other accent. And I feel like she does the accent to make herself look and feel more like. I feel yeah. like she just like switches it up for whoever. Um, but you know what? She's married to one of the princes of New Jersey, Nick Jonas. <laughs> Nick's jo- Nick Jonas's nieces famously attend the same summer camp as my children. So that's right. You know what? There Only a go. matter of time. Only a matter of time before you run into her. I had a play date. <laughs> yeah. It's only a matter of time. Exactly. Um, other dating news. Oh, wait, but real quick about Citadel. You know what the worst part of Citadel is? What's up? Um, Rob Stark. I don't know his real name, the actor. Oh, Richard Madden. Yeah, very handsome. He is in that movie, in that show. He's pretending to be an American. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, Rob. Terrible accent work. No, 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 no. So bad. And then it also has, uh, what's his name from Devil Wears Prada? And <laughs> I don't know the names of these people. The guy with the uh, the Italian guy, also in Hunger Games. Oh, Stanley Tucci? Yeah, Stanley Tucci's also in it. What happens to you when you go on these vacations? You just forget shit? <laughs> My brain stops working. <laughs> <laughs> My mind, it's all that sago sauce. <laughs> <laughs> I got sauce. Anyway, um, okay, one other dating news I wanted to talk about was, are you keeping up with this Taylor Swift dating Matt, Maddie Healy no, guy? Not interested. Not interested <laughs> gonna, at all. I'm going to tell no. you about it. I'm going to tell you like, about it. No. No, no, because, listen. Hell, no, listen. Here's what happens. I think I have figured out my Taylor Swift fandom level, which is just I will listen to the new music when it comes out. I will not mm-hmm. be going to any concerts. No. Nope. I will not be anytime it's trending. I do not care. I will just mm. listen to the music. I don't even want to watch like the videos because I think the videos inspire like a crazy level of fan. So, <laughs> okay, well, I'm going to tell you about it because I do oh, think it's, I think that it's, <laughs> I think it's something to discuss. So, 
basically there's this guy named Matt, Maddie Healy. He's like a British singer. I don't know anything about him. He's just a uh, lead singer of the band called 1975. Very problematic, has made racist comments, Islamophobic comments, uh, Asian, like done like racist Asian voices on podcasts. Mm-hmm. Um, he's uh, done um, like Nazi salutes at his concerts. He's very tries to be provocative, et cetera, et cetera. Anyway, Jesus apparently he Christ. and Taylor Swift dated very briefly early on in her career. And then they broke up because she said that he wasn't like it wasn't whatever working out. And recently, I guess she had a breakup with her long-term boyfriend. I don't know anything about this man. But then, like two or three weeks ago, she was spotted in public with him in a lot of places, holding hands, kissing, all that stuff. So people automatically were like, why the fuck is Taylor Swift dating this deeply problematic singer? Because that's Mm -hmm. one of her things is, right, that she, like, is – always trying to be on the right side of things. Like she had that documentary a couple of years ago where she's like fighting with her dad about wanting to speak out um, in Tennessee against Marsha Blackburn, all that stuff. So she's like really trying to like talk more about, you know, the world. Taylor Swift as an artist, because she does have a lot of like pull. She has a lot of influence and she's been like famously very quiet about most things, but lately she's been like more vocal and then so people were like, why is she dating this really problematic guy? So that's like people were talking about on the internet. But then Rolling Stone wrote an article about how we need to stop criticizing this woman for the actions of the man that she chooses to date. Hmm. 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 <laughs> Which was really fucking annoying because they were like, no, I think – if your entire if one of Taylor Swift's things is her relationship, she's very public about oh, she yeah. writes that's going in an album. Yeah, that's she writes about them, she makes music videos about them. We remember when she was dating Loki for like a second? Yeah. It was a whole thing, right? So like I don't I think that we all do get to talk about who she dates if we choose not you, because you don't you're not nope. you're not dipping to that low life of a level. Uh, I'm just I'm, right now. I'm just trying to think of things that rhyme with Nazi salute for what's going to be in her songs. <laughs> right? <laughs> what rhymes with Islamophobic? Like I don't know. Um, but that's a thing. So Rolling Stone wrote this article, and then people like were bashing Rolling Stone because they were like, "What the fuck, Rolling Stone? Like, shut the fuck up! Like, this is so stupid or annoying." But he'll that just seems like a, like a stupid article to write just so you can link it on Twitter and then have people react to it. Yes. Like a bullshit article. Real listen. Taylor Swift's national nightmare is over. Today it was announced that they broke up. Oh. You hate to see that. Two weeks of chaos. Okay. People were (laughs) upset. It was very upsetting. (laughs) People were upset. It was very upsetting. (laughs) I should never go on vacation. My brain (laughs) does not work. Okay. Anyway, so so congratulations, Mazel Tov, Mabruk to you, Taylor Swift. You can you can go back to Move dating on. somebody else. Yeah, but that's good. Yeah, I was talking to one of our friends about this because you know Taylor was in uh, New Jersey over mm-hmm. last weekend, and yeah. it was crazy. And like I yeah. knew people trying to get tickets. Yeah, and it was crazy. It's like tickets were like eight thousand or whatever. Yeah. And we're talking about the pull of Taylor Swift, right? Because it's like her and Beyonce are the top two artists. Yeah. There is something about Taylor Swift where 
it's easy for conservatives to like her also. Yes. Yes. And that is, and I think she knows that. And yep. I think she, so like she has room to spare with her activism where somebody like Beyonce has no room because mm -hmm. Beyonce will get attacked the second that she says anything because she's That's right. fuck. So. Yeah, exactly. And I think Taylor Swift's other thing is that um, like people were asking like, why are her tickets so expensive and all that? And I was like, well, because also the audience that primarily listens to Taylor Swift are wealthy white people yeah. like yeah, they have suburban white people yeah they're all suburban white people and so you have these girls that were listening to taylor swift when they were like in high school they're now women in their 30s they're working and they're willing to spend people are people mm -hmm. are willing to spend money people are spending thousands of thousands of dollars like fucking they're like they're uh deadheads and they're going to her shows all over the country like flying yeah, out to see her and so that's another reason her demographic of audience, uh, the demographic of her audience is primarily white and wealthy. Yeah. So yeah. Um, anyway, um, do you have any other thoughts about things that happened over the last two weeks before we wrap this up? What else happened? A bunch of stuff happened. Sports stuff happened. I don't think you're interested in that. What happened? Basketballs? The basketballs happened. The finals are happening right now. We got so no, no Knicks, no Sixers, Knicks. and no Sixers. LeBron. No LeBron, sadly. Okay. It's the Nuggets and the Heat. Is this LeBron's final year? So LeBron kind of hinted at it at his like uh, end of the year press conference after mm -hmm. they got swept. But there's no way he's retiring. He's going to come back for at least one year. You know what well, his he, thing is, right? He wants to play he with says, his son. Yeah, and his son is going to USC next year. Oh. So and he's I mean he's okay he's I mean, not okay he's a very good basketball player but he's not like one of the top prospects or anything like that so So LeBron has to stick it out for 5 more years. 5? No, one. Why? If his son Why is five? just starting college next year. No, you can leave after 1 year. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. What? LeBron left after high school. No, I know he left after high school, but I don't know if if Bronny is actually as good as LeBron. Or like Kobe. He's not as good as know. LeBron. Yeah. And, you know, nobody's as good as LeBron. No, of course. Certainly. Oh, I have a question for you. Yeah, sure. So um, maybe, is it, is it worth revisiting? I don't know if it's worth revisiting. <laughs> you've, now you've piqued my interest. I've So this Leo stuff, right? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like part of the reason why people get upset at mm -hmm. Leo dating mm -hmm. younger women Mm. Is that Leo isn't exactly um, aging gracefully? He you know I mean? is hideous. He is not trying his best, right? No. Brad Pitt, turning, on the other hand, he's turning into Hey Arnold, elf like Hey Arnold, <laughs> football head. I mean, it's just a guy's fucking head. What's he supposed to do about <laughs> what his is head? He supposed to do about? I know. Brad Pitt. How much older is Brad Pitt than Leonardo DiCaprio? I think he's, he's like, like ten yeah, years older. At least ten years older. Yeah. Yeah. And Leonardo does not he's not he's not aging well. I think also because he was so cute. Like he really just went from cute. Like he was cute as long as he could be cute. He never even went to handsome. He was just cute. And then he jumped over handsome and went to hideous. <laughs> oh, <laughs> uh, well, congratulations to the Indian girl. I don't even, I even, I'm so disrespectful. I don't even know her name. I think <laughs> like some Indian like chick. <laughs> Rude as hell. Good for her. Good for her. Anyway, that's the end of this episode. Um, 
uh, tomorrow there will be a succession and Barry recap with me and you um, nice. to discuss discuss that because uh, the HBO has wrapped up these great shows and there's some bullshit shows that are coming in its place and I'm really annoyed about it. We can talk about that. Too.